Uh, as we have always said, whether as a side hustle or full-time entrepreneurship plays a greater part in creation of wealth. So each week, our Entrepreneurs on the Spot Show brings you brilliant minds, entrepreneurs and leaders uh, who come and share with us how their processes, the obstacles they are facing. And this weekend in particular, we bring in uh, a leader who has been on the ground, and that is Mr. Mugabe John Socrates. Mr. Mugabe John Socrates is uh, the executive director of ALED, that is Action for Liberty and Economic Development. Uh, and in Action for Liberty and Economic Development, they have had a lot of projects. Number one and the most spectacular one has been having entrepreneurship classes where they teach the community uh, uh, students on how to do a business, entrepreneurship as a class. He has also uh, uh, developed and built a community library and this has been very helpful to the uh, people around, both young and old, they come and share. And recently I had, uh, he is now having a, a, a farm for the community members and in all this, we have seen that he's actually doing a lot for the community. Now, uh, today I want to welcome him. So, Mr. Mugabe, you're welcome to this show. We are very grateful to have you here. Uh, maybe uh, in just uh, a minute or two, uh, what is the motivation that you have, uh, maybe the motivation pushing you to do all this for the community around? Thank you very much, Mr. Orajo Francis, for this great opportunity to host me on your entrepreneur sport. Uh, first of all, I would also be uh, very grateful for the work you are doing to make sure that uh, the voice of an entrepreneur reaches as many people as, as possible. Mm. Yeah, we have asked about the motivation. My motivation is grounded in the society and the life I've gone through as an individual and also uh, what I see as possibilities in my society. For example, I grew up in the community, this same village where we are. Uh, it was community with many people and homes, household, which needed uh, electricity, which mm. needed water, and also food was not, they were not able to afford two or three meals at the most of the families. So it inspired me to dive deeper in finding a sustainable solution which can lift the people. First of all, our family and me, and also lifting the people around. So the urge to see uh, something different from what I was born in, mm. to what I'm going to live my life in, that difference which I wanted to see has inspired me to do very, to push on the movement of enterprise and uh, also uh, seeing the barriers in community which has people with gifts, skills, talents and aspiration and also with a good environment, with fertile soils, mm. with all these min minerals and so forth in our society but not being utilized. 
So it inspired me and say, how can we also live life with a dignity? Because we are born in life, in society where life, many people lived in life without dignity because they could not afford a meal, two meals, they could not uh, afford clean water. So uh, my struggle to see that uh, people utilize what they have and what God gave them is about the struggle to see dignity in my community, okay. dignity where people are able to uh, use their efforts and their struggle, personal struggle, to get what to eat and what to survive on and what to thrive at a later stage and putting all the resources around us into better use. Okay, uh, so it's like, it seems like uh, you believe very much in the power of ideas and then you move next to the physical doing of things yeah as um uh, ideas the first is the conceiving yes mm. if you want to produce a child then there must be a process the intercourse must happen when the intercourse happens then there is a possibility of conceiving and after conceiving the month you spend the gestation period maybe and then you give a uh, path to a baby. That's what I believe in ideas is the conceiving part. Okay. Uh, thank you very much. Now, uh, I once quoted you actually, there was a time I attended one of your conference and you you talked about a case whereby most of the businesses uh, in Uganda actually, yeah, I remember you saying the businesses, we, we have very many businesses that are built every year. But at the same time, the rate at which they fall, they actually don't live to see their first anniversary is too high. Now, what do you comment about that? Yeah, thank you. That's a very, very, very interesting part of our society and our community as far as enterprising is concerned. Uh, Uganda and the society I live in, in 2015, the Virgin Ink Research uh, gave out and indicated that Uganda was one of the most entrepreneurial countries where almost every day in every village, also in urban area, there are businesses being started by informally by either young people, by women, by also people who want to make ends meet. But it is also unfortunate that when we go deeper to research and find out uh, most of the business which starts they are not able to see their first one-year birthday. Mm. They are not able, but then when we find out and ask ourselves why, then we see the barriers that uh, the market. People start also business without, they have passion to start, but they don't take uh, the advantage of looking for information and the knowledge. Business is about gathering different information and then package it very well to work into your advantage. For example, you may start a product, but do you know that the people who are going to eat, who are demanding it at then, they have just come as tourists. They are not going to be there in the next three weeks. Okay, so, so according to you, the problem has been getting much information about that. Yeah, that's business. one side. Okay. Then the bigger side, the bigger mm. side is about the structural barriers, mm. the structural barriers which are constructed by the policies, misguiding policies, which in intention seem to be good, but in reality and its outcome, they destroy. For example, taxation and licenses, it's 
it license every year, every business pet license. And some businesses, their licenses are so much siphoning their profit. They eat the profit. And at the end of the day, that business realizes before even it makes a year that I will be just paying the bureaucrats in terms of prices and they survive. Another thing is about the, the tax, the way how it is set up. Uh, businesses are done to see that goods move across uh, cities, across villages, but then to transfer some goods like for agro-animals, goats and what, you will find that it is taxed also. They tax everything and this tax eats the profits which this entrepreneur would enjoy and reinvest it for the business to grow and gain more bigger life. So according to you, uh, should they be taxed totally or it should be uh, reduced some kind of? Uh, yeah, we need a favorable tax. The tax which supports enterprises, tax which supports starting business. And that tax is a tax which is going to be uh, a tax coming out of the interaction and the dialogue between an entrepreneur and the tax officer. And that tax may not be scrapping off to zero, but this is how I believe it would be. The tax may be uh, enough to let the business continue and to let an entrepreneur enjoy the profits, uh, which is the effort he has put in, the, the, the fruits. Then also for the starting business, it would be better to give, like we give some big investors who are foreign investors, only the tax holiday. Let business, small businesses which are coming up, also at least in their first year, be given a tax holiday so that they can gain momentum, the roots can grow deeper. And after growing deeper, maybe the next year, the council, the URA, the Uganda Revenue Authority, then comes in and say, at least it has gained momentum. Start paying this amount of tax as it assesses that tax accordingly. But then the business starts in this week. And unfortunately, that week where it has started, the tax people passing through, they are thrown their mm. nets uh, then before even getting a customer entering, bring yeah, the tax. tax. So then it, 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 it has no, or it leaves no space for the starting business to breathe and also to get momentum and farm good ground so that they can do. I have an example of a, a young person of age 21 who started a restaurant in March, mid-March. And when he started the restaurant in mid-March, he invited us because we've been promoting enterprise and we witnessed the opening up of the restaurant. After two weeks, the call which came from this young man, it was the local council has closed my business, have found a seal and a bad law. And I said, are you joking? He said, yes, it's reality commands. I won't answer. It gave me an opportunity to interact with the people who assess tax. I told them this business is not even one month almost old. But how can you punish the young boy for starting a business like this? So it happened like that. So I believe we need also tax allowance, tax funds for informal sector to grow and be able to march into the formal sector. Okay, uh, so now uh, I imagine this, this might be a very long process. Uh, let's imagine if it was a policy, it may take some time before it has been uh, enacted as a policy. 
are there some uh, simple strategies that you would maybe advise uh, a young entrepreneur out there uh, on how they could dodge some of these taxes or maybe some businesses where the taxes are a bit hidden at the point that the government can't easily come and get them so that they can do some businesses. Okay, this, I this, this, it's not dodging. Uh, it's, it's not dodging the tax, but um, this is a privilege also. The, the wind of the young people who are starting business can use. The young people can register their business. Mm-hmm. They can register their business with URSB, can registration bureau. And then they can also, after registering, they will be able to keep the books, records, what am I earning, and also find the profit. Those books can be used to negotiate with tax officials locally, and they can tell them that I've not got profit this year. It is a black event. I've just maintained in operating a business. I get what I put in, but without a difference, which comes in as a profit. So they can use that for bargaining for not to be taxed because there is a, a, a clause in the tax act which gives businesses which are not making any profit okay. to they give them a leeway but they don't provoke people who are doing business don't provoke this clause to work probably they don't know uh, probably existence. and that's why we've been running a campaign to make sure that people run about registration and what business, how business is, the outlook of business vis-a-vis the URA Revenue Authority. So that is also, we have to educate them about that. Okay. So, uh, thank you very much. Now, as we come to the end of this show, uh, maybe in just a statement, uh, where do you see these activities taking uh, the community that we are living in? Uh, and Uganda as a whole, in a period of five years, where do you see, what do you, what do you intend to achieve as the executive director of Allen based in this big team? Yeah, I would like to tell you very firmly that before even a tick, a clock of two years, uh, we saw the people get opening up their minds, we saw the minds getting open, we saw breaking the mindset that it is the top-down, the top-down system, which I mean is the government which is going to help us. Young people are continuing having confidence in their businesses. That is the best way to change their lives and society. Also, uh, we have seen the policymakers paying attention to what we do, and that one is one of the success we like. If policymakers are paying attention to what we do, mm. then they can be able to come and discuss how can we build a better society, how can we help business to flourish, how can we support, and then we tell them the interest rate is high, be able to understand and make sure loans which are affordable to young people should be extended to the villages, should okay. be extended to town. So that's what, but also this is what, what I see. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing a, a society where we are going to have many poor people who have stories and testimony of how they got out of poverty with 
welcoming the spirit of enterprise, voluntarily interacting and exchanging value. This yes. is a society I'm seeing before my eyes and I'm very sure it's going to be achieved if we continue with what we do and we also have the honesty to speak to people who do what they don't know and then it causes harm to the businesses. And then finally, maybe any advice you have to a young entrepreneur out there that is listening to our show? Yeah, to the young entrepreneur, I tell you, we are living in the best times. We are living in the times where it is easy to communicate with a fellow entrepreneur. During our time, we used to get they would call penny poles, this penny pole, or you get a friend, but it was through radar, it was through facts. But today, having the dispose of the social media, having the internet, and having the ability to see what is happening all over the world is a great advantage. I just encourage and call the young people to believe now that what can I do and use these times. And this is what I also tell you, that you, the young person there, when God was creating everyone, there is a unique gift you put in everyone. Yes, but correct, then correct. it is up to you to go and pay attention to how God created you uniquely from me, from Francis, from the other. And then package your different unique abilities, package it into something which can be exchanged with a neighbor, which can give value to the neighbor, which can give value to someone. Afterwards, you will find out that that something you've given attention to, it is changing people's lives. It may be music, it may be the passion to serve food, it may be the cooking, you, you, you like cooking many dishes. Mm. So it can turn into a business and that business may change you. It can change the society and it can change the nation because it's going to employ many others. So just know that you are worth it. You have something unique in yourself and you can use it and open doors for many others who are looking and they are besides you. So you are the solution to the problem. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much once again, Mr. Mugabe, John Socrates. And we are glad we have you here. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, now to the listeners out there, we have come to the end of this show, the entrepreneurs on the spot show. And if you haven't yet uh, subscribed to our channel, please just it's a click away, search entrepreneurs on the show, uh, uh, spot show, and then you like it, or maybe just go and search it from uh, Podbean and add it to your favorites. Please let's meet again next weekend, same time, same place. Bye bye. It's very interesting. <laughs>